Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Time is running out to save on your Disney summer vacation. It's Danielle, and if you want to score adult tickets at child prices, you need UndercoverTourist.com. They're an authorized seller of Disney tickets to both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. These are the real deal. They link to the official Disney app so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. I am so excited for you to save at UndercoverTourist.com. They have a best price guarantee. The magic awaits at UndercoverTourist.com. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Let's go. The 15-Minute Morning Show podcast is here. It's now. It's... Yes. Okay, so we've got Scotty B here today. We've got Gandhi. And it smells like sewage where she's sitting. It's making me insane. And there's you're too late. And there's scary. <laughs> and then Froggy's up there in Jacksonville. Hi, Frog. Hello. Our special guest, Uncle Johnny, is in the house. Hello, lady. There you go. There's Garrett. There's Danielle. Here's Straight Nate. Can we make this the Uncle Johnny edition? Remember, we didn't yeah. ask Uncle Johnny anything. Okay, so uh, during one of the breaks, Uncle Johnny was telling me something interesting. He technically worked for the mob. Is that not correct? Yes. Yes. Well, your dad, right? Right. No, my my dad was that was before I came to New York. I when I worked Stonewall. Oh, that's right. See, the mob used to own a lot of the gay bars here in New York, yes. right? Oh. Yes. That's how they kept them open because they you know ran the city. I yeah. thought the mob didn't exist. Well, back then it was illegal to be gay. I was when I was working at the Stonewall. All the clubs back then you had to knock on the door. 
and say uh, was there a secret knock you just knock and say who you were what you wanted and now this and that did you have to admit you were and gay and then at they'd the raid the joints <laughs> they'd come in or if we, if we were standing on the corner the three you and I were on the corner talking mm-hmm. and uh, they'd come and arrest us and put us in jail overnight because no no congregators of homosexuals. No homosexuals yeah. may congregate. And you go to a bar and you have to sit and walk straight look straight ahead. You could not look or talk to anybody. But let's side. say you and I were on a street corner, and I'm not gay, but you are. Would I go into jail with you? They'd probably bring you in also. Yep, you're really? going. You're, that's why Don't we talk to the gay guy. So they, it takes <laughs> two to tango. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, Johnny also tells a great that story. Let's go to the next one. There's next a great day. story Johnny has about Fire Island, which is on the weekends, <laughs> men, especially men and some women in the city, would act straight, and then on the weekends they would take the train out to Fire Island and they could live these great gay lives, right? Mm-hmm. But they would raid those clubs sometimes too, and so that's why lesbians were invited to dance with the gay men because the gay, so the, the, the guys can dance together. We'd have to have. Uh, uh, with one man, would it have to be one woman with every two men dancing? Or that, or, or you'd, that'd be illegal. Oh my wow. gosh! Yeah. So right. you'd have to pay the women to be there? Uh, no, they were out there. They were the lesbians, okay. but but there was uh, just a few of them at the time. But uh, yeah, you, you always yeah, they'd stand on the. The owner of the club would say, Jimmy Murray, he would stand on a, a milk carton with a, a flashlight and go, I need a girl over here. We need a girl over so here. So can you imagine dancing on the dance floor and then Jimmy Murray's on the milk carton saying, ah, no, two men, we need a we need a lesbian. Man, to be a fly on the wall there, I would have loved- And there was no DJs back then. There was, uh, there was a, a jukebox. You go in and you play the things on the jukebox, and that's why you danced and everything. Wow. What was the most popular song? Oh, oh God, I can't remember back then. I can't remember. I go, I go, I can walk out of here. I can't remember what I'm doing here. But if they were mentioned to me, I could probably remember them. But so, Johnny, when the police came up uh, came up to you, would you say like uh, I'm I'm straight? Like, did you pretend that you were straight, or you, did they just say, "Nope, you're gay. You're coming with me." You, you're going. Well, they, and they they called it the paddy wagon. It was a massive yes. truck, and they throw massive truck to throw well, you in there. Drag queens in there. There's gay guys and gay, and they would all be I'd hauled be, off. Almost how many nights a week were you raided and, and taken to jail? Oh, I, I, I've been to every jail in Manhattan. Because I worked in different clubs. But how often all, all did it happen, Johnny? Oh, uh, once, two or three times a week. Wow. Oh, week? Wow. So they got. So you wow. made friends in the backs of these paddy wagons and in jails. Yeah, and, and they pick up sort of Halloween. That was their socialization. Costume, and they put me in a in a jail cell in the middle of the room. But how would you get out of the jail? Like, did someone have to post bail? Oh no, no, you go you go to court the next morning, and they they dismiss you. How much was the fine? There was no fine. Oh. There was you. You were just uh, you were arrested. It was it, it was everything. It was it was illegal. You know what I mean? It was harassment. Well, it was, it was right. harassment. Yeah. We were, now we've come so far, and I'm so proud of where we are now that we're all equal. Everybody's equal and can be who they are. You know, and and that's, that's well, we're still working on that. You Johnny. can no, you see gay people on television now. There's more gay people on television. Ellen, Ellen apparently. Every <laughs> not, yeah. not Ellen's just a gay. Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Part of Congress lying about <clears throat> there's so right. many of them know <laughs> even yeah. on sh- on uh, the, the game shows and everything they have gay couples and this is my husband this is my wife it's true and and it's it, it and people were just saying you know that's it hmm. when I first met him the heat and him and Alex and I met him 
There was, he, nobody said he was here. He, he met us and he said, I better come out. <laughs> well, you dragged me out. And, but also, there, there, there's a reason why we should thank the pioneers, uh, like Uncle Johnny and his friends who have been around for a, a long tree, time. Tree, tree is Yeah, and Tree worked at, he said he worked at Stonewall. We don't know. But <laughs> all, I'm, all I know is you guys paved the way for the lives we're living now. And I think that that should be recognized. Well, Just we did. We fought for them because we wanted our rights. We, we were, it was not, we were not being treated right. But there no. are, to be fair, there are still members of our society that are still not treated correctly and with, oh, yes. with compassion and with equality. Well, so. at this time, in, in, in time, we were all equal. We should all love one another, everybody, every color, every race, every every person, every, you know, gender. It, it's, we're here. We're, this is what it's all about. I will tell you something, Johnny. Uh, Gandhi brings up an interesting point, and it's, it's very relatable to us as gay men of being the different one in the room i mean you are you have talked about this before you know we don't understand a lot of people don't understand what it's like being the different one in the room right they just they just assume well she's just whatever and no right you don't i think a lot of people don't understand what it actually means to be the different one in the room unless you are the different one in the room which means a whole lot to a whole bunch of people but you know a lot of people will say things like i don't see color and i totally see where they're coming from on that but when you say you don't see color you're missing my culture you're not understanding that maybe i go home to a family that speaks a different language and i have different food and it smells different we celebrate different holidays and everything is different it's okay to see my color and i want you to see my color i just want you to also understand that things are different from this perspective than from a lot of other perspectives and, and i know that diamond feels the same way about things like that and i look at yeah, uncle so johnny is like, i see the gay yeah <laughs> and i see color because he, put, he puts all the makeup on every day. Gay. I see color in gay. Oh, boy. Is this your final you moment? Stop. <clears throat> you made me laugh. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> hey, don't no. make him laugh. No, what, uh -oh. if it, what if you're about to die right now? No, I'm, I think I'm fine. Okay, okay, okay. Just checking. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever beaten anybody up for money? Yes, I have. Oh, but, but you, had a different, you had a different name when back I then. Was, uh, when I was younger, much younger, I didn't realize that's in the late early fifties. I, I would say that uh, you know, gay people, I beat them up, and I would. Uh, my name back then, I used to wear leather and was Ace Marino. Ace Marino was his name. Oh, wow. wow, he was a street thug, and I was a street thug. I would rob. Can you imagine houses. this? The guy sitting before houses. you actually beat people up and stole yes. their money. <laughs> I would rob houses <gasps> and uh, and and would would get people on would beat up uh, gay people on the streets. You beat up, you gay, beat people? up gay people? Yes, because no, he cause, didn't. No, no, no. Ace Marino did. Oh, Ace Marino. Okay. well, you're a gangbanger. Oh. You really are. <laughs> A gay banger. Yeah. <laughs> and, but then, I mean, then, banger. then I realized <laughs> when I went ahead, girlfriend, and I, and I, I took one of my father's guns once because she was cheating on me. Oh my goodness! And I went wow. and kicked the guy, the guy out of her house. Dude. And uh, that's when they wait. Said, was that Dale? No, this was uh, Dolly, another another girl. We actually met one of his girlfriends once. Wow. Dale, she came. They're she still came friends. up for the. For, we're still friends. Well, I've said. For almost 70, 70, 60, 70 years now. Well, you didn't try to shoot her boyfriend, did you? No, it was there. my other girlfriend, <laughs> Dolly. I had a, a girlfriend named Dolly that I had back then. Dale and Dolly. But they're oh, the ones Dolly. who told me. They said, uh, <laughs> you're not, you know, you're, you're gay, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now, how did they know you were gay? Because when I went down there, I didn't find anything. Oh, no. 
<laughs> I, he's oh, well, that's, Uncle that's, Johnny is the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Every time you're here, I mean, I've, I've known you all these years. It's like there's another story that you teach me something. It's like, you know, it's like you're the Yoda of, but, of yeah. like the morning show. You like get wisdom. How much money did you get paid for beating somebody up back then? Uh, oh, well, I don't know. Was, well, he would shake them down. No, he would shake, take whatever they had. Oh, <laughs> did you take their jewelry too or just money? I was, I was not nice, you know. And then, then my that that's when I, they told my father that uh, they put me, he's gonna he's gonna go to jail or we gotta uh, we're gonna have to put him uh, in in uh, the army. So I went in the army. Wow! And then he went from being Ace Marino to Mother, Mother, Mother Marino because I cooked for for the <laughs> big deuce at the. Uh, at the uh, Fort Dix. Fort Dix. Well, this is a joke. Dix, by the okay. way. Dix. Fort Dix. <laughs> were you out when you were in the army? Did you know? Well, did you know that you were gay when well, you were in the army? Well, I, I found out. Yeah. You found out. How? I think we because know. I started. Uh, <laughs> I there was a couple of guys that we, we ended up. Uh, were you blowing guys at Fort Dix? <laughs> uh, just one or two dicks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful thing is you don't know if it's the same time or not. <laughs> well, wow. wow. So there's that. And wow. then did you become nice then? Because you said you weren't yeah, nice. Yeah, back then I, but then I turned really nice and I started realizing that, you so know. So do you think because. Who I was. You. Back then it was it, to be gay. You know, you, when I told my father I was, I didn't want to tell my father I was gay when I first came out. You know, but when, when I was 18 and I, I looked at him and I. I, I no, I wasn't eighteen. I was uh, sixteen, seventeen, and I looked at him. I said, "Dad, uh, I think I'm bisexual because this is in the fifties, and I didn't want to say gay or anything like that." And he he looked at me and he went, he looked away, he looked back and went, "That's all right, kid. I know a doctor. We could fix it." I said, oh, wow. "No, I don't think so, Dad." And that's when I moved to New York. That was wow. and tell them the name of the first street you lived on. 1960 Gay Street. Gay Street in the village. Wow. In the village. In he the lived village. on Gay Street wow. with Charity, the drag queen. Waverly and Gay. Wait, the Wizards of Waverly place. You lived right over there. Yeah, Waverly and Gay, right on the corner. So the went corner from, from wow. Fort Dix to Gay Street. Yes. <laughs> now, did you purposely move there because you'd be like, "This is the street for me," or you no, happened to I, land there? I got there, but I but I said, "Yeah, this is a good street for me." And I moved <laughs> in there with my friend Charlie, who was Charity, the drag queen. Wow. <laughs> and uh, yes, and uh, that's what that's how I did it there. That's when I was. So that was nineteen sixty what? Yeah, that's uh, that was nineteen sixty one sixty. Right yeah, you moved there. to New York right around a little before 50, the time 59. I was I was born. Wow. And then when did you when did you live in Fort Lauderdale? Uh, I nineteen I moved down there in uh, nineteen seventy. Uh, I, I in seventy three I opened I did the bar at the Marlin Beach Hotel uh, called Johnny Pooh's Blood Bar at the Pooh Bar, and then I uh, went from there. I went and did another bar in men in uh, Fort Lauderdale and then I went to Key West and opened a Pigeon House patio and uh, that was there for uh, 1980 to 1983 then wow. I moved back to Manhattan and opened up the Waverly Waverly and then opened my own club called uh, they paid me to do that then opened my own club called uh, O'Johnny's on 14th Street Whoa! Damn. 
Oh, and Johnny's. It, we need a book like before and he oh, John, the oh, Johnny's was book. the. Um, I agree. I had all the uh, all the Broadway stars coming in and and coming in and, and doing things. That, uh, everybody came in there. Wow. And uh, Eliza Milley did uh, cocaine off the bar. Hell yeah. No, that was that was when I was working as a doorman. When I when I, I was Judy Garland's. Uh, I was her. Uh, what do you call it? Bouncer, ra- wrangler, bodyguard. bouncer, bodyguard. No, I'd pick her up and, and chauffeur. And, chauffeur. And, no, I'd, I'd pick up. No, chauffeur. No, I was. A, I would pick her up and bring her to gay bars. Escort and make sure she got. I was her escort. Yeah, and uh, I did Judy for for you. Uh, did for, Judy? Yeah. No, I I brought her around <laughs> to all the gay bars we used to go to, <laughs> and uh, she was living on the Upper West Side then with her daughter Liza. And then I worked also as a bouncer at the, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it goes on and on and on, by the way. Wait, yeah. Judy Garland was no place like home? Uh, 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 Richard Burton's Sybil. Right? Richard Burton's wife, Sybil. They, uh, they, uh, I, I, I guess You've, before uh, Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was married Elizabeth, to this okay, woman. Yeah, okay, so a lot of people don't know who and you're it, talking about. And it was, it was a club on the Upper East Side. Called Sybil? No, not Sybil. Was I forget the name? Of it. All right. Well, hold on a second, but, uh, but Johnny. You you have to understand something. Most people in this room don't know who you're talking about because that was so. Oh, long well, ago. Well, anyways, I was the bouncer there, and that's when Elizabeth, uh, when Eliza Minnelli and Patty Duke were sitting at the bar <laughs> doing coke. Okay. And they told me to come over. They said, "You kid, this is when the big coke era was back then." And this is when uh, they said, you can't have somebody sitting at the bar doing coke. you gotta, you got to tell them to do it. I said, do you know who that is? They said, I don't care who it is. If they can't do it over here, you got to ask them to leave. So I had to ask the, her them to leave. And then she had to go home, and I had to go pick up her mother at the house. Please. Uncle Johnny. Oh, my gosh, man. We have boring lives, guys. Yeah. 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 Uncle Johnny was driving his car, uh, I think, somewhere around here. And there was a woman on the side of the road hitchhiking. It was Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. What? I picked, picked her, her up. up. Yeah, I brought her to uh, Revere Beach where she was playing. <laughs> and I, I went to the movies with Elizabeth Taylor, and she I had to have her ring on. She said, here, try this. This guy's like Forrest Gump. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Pretty much so. <laughs> that everywhere. was in Hollywood Forrest when Gump. I was living in L.A., yeah. Wow. The oh, stories man. go on and on and on, but unfortunately, we're out of time. Oh Uncle Johnny, gosh. thanks for not keeling yeah, over in the middle of our podcast. <laughs> wow. Standing over Uncle Johnny. We got to get out of here. Have a beautiful day. Bye. Time is running out to save on your Disney summer vacation. It's Danielle, and if you want to score adult tickets at child prices, you need UndercoverTourist.com. They're an authorized seller of Disney tickets to both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. These are the real deal. They link to the official Disney app so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. I am so excited for you to save at UndercoverTourist.com. They have a best price guarantee. The magic awaits at UndercoverTourist.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.